Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au On ECN, the captain's run with Kane Corns. Lots of texts coming through on uh, AFL figures that are compromised during a call. Caro, absolute nonsense. Imagine Lou Richards not calling a Magpies game. We're all adults and love the character and bias. It's called entertainment, not a judicial hearing. We'll get to over and under very, very shortly. And still to come is the quiz. Your calls on one 736 But I've been wanting to get this guru on for a long, long time. And as the Olympics draws closer, we saw the uniforms released this week. It feels like it's getting a little bit closer and a lot of athletes have now qualified and punched their tickets to Tokyo in July. Leading athletics trainer is my next guest. He's been doing it longer than most. Nick Badeau is his name. Nick, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kane. Very nice introduction. Hope I can live up to it. <laughs> You will be able to. You are you are a guru. Does it? Am I right? Does it feel like it's getting closer, or is it for you feels a mile away, and you've still got a lot of work to do to prepare these athletes so they're in the best possible shape? It definitely feels like it's getting closer. You, you do get the sense it's actually going to be on uh, now, but it is still a long way away. We've still got the national championships, and people are still fighting for places in the team. There's still a lot of uncertainty about who will get selected, but yeah, I, I do feel that Olympia's going to be on and we're going to have something to watch in, in July, August. How challenging was it for you? Four years these athletes um, fight for to, to qualify and get themselves peaking and then it's delayed for a year. Now it's it's small world problems or first world problems, I should say, in the scheme of things, but how devastating was it for your guys and how did you approach it mentally for them? Oh, look, it was really tough for some, especially one girl, uh, marathon runner, Sinead, diver she's 44 now 43 last year so she doesn't have the same amount of time as a lot of other athletes have but other athletes took it in their stride a bit better but we just decided that we're going to get going and get um, some races done and try and get some results for the work we've done this year and I sent a few to Europe for to Europe from the track circuit and and two went to run London Marathon um and it was definitely challenging, uh, but we, we had a lot of things happening. Like we did some time trials. We did a race around the tan one day um, because that's what it's hard when the, the main thing in your life is your sport and it's taken away from you. And it was taken away from all of these guys last year, especially when the, the biggest moment in their uh, life's journey in sports gone, the Olympic Games. So that's why we hope it's on this year. And, and if it is on, it'll be a really quick next three years because we'll, next year we'll have the World Championships and the Commonwealth Games. The year after that, World Championships. And then 2024, the Paris Olympics. So while we uh, we lost a bit with last year, there's certainly plenty to look forward to now. Let's talk about um, Sinead Diver, Melbourne's own. She's one of my favourite Aussie athletes and, and perhaps doesn't get the record recognition she deserves, albeit in the running industry she does. You mentioned the age, mum, she works. 
punches out 180 kilometer weeks regularly and you know top 10 new york marathon top 10 london marathon um and australia's fastest female marathon runner right now so she will be going i'm, I'm correct in saying that yeah well she's our fastest of the four people that have qualified so far so there's going to be only one chance for anyone else to qualify so she'll definitely and there's only one person who's really got a shot and your friend jess trengo but mm. so she knows it'll be selected and look yeah she is 44 but that's not really much of a factor because she runs like any 25 or 26 year old would you just have to assume that she's not going to be doing this for 10 more years like a 25 yeah. year old might but although we should know you never never know she keeps surprising us like it I said to her the other day, she looks like she's been taking the young pills again because she looks young and youthful and bouncy at the training track at the moment. She's really running well and looking forward to when she does get out to some races um, that are international level and see what she can do. What is your thoughts on the, the Sydney Marathon, which is April the 20, 25th, I think it is. It's the last shot for, for anyone to knock out the three girls that have qualified for the marathon and, and three guys by extension there. Bit of controversy around it, Nick. I, I don't think you're too happy with it. Um, why not? Oh, no, I'm not, not unhappy they're having it. I just think that it's hard for anyone to run a marathon 14 weeks out from the Olympic Games and be at their best um, at mm. the Olympics. And mm. it's just a bit rushed and unorganised. Um, look, I'm, I wouldn't want to deny Jess a chance to do it. I just think it would be really difficult for her with, with the way it's been set up um, on a course like that in Sydney in April. It's just not the same as running a big city marathon where... Um, she'd probably have a good chance of qualifying. So, um, look, just get it on, get it done, and then pick the team. It's, it's just with a bit of stress for the athletes who already have qualified and, or, or done all the work and waiting for this um, decision to be made. Normally, you'd, you'd like to know uh, 18 weeks out from Olympic Marathon that you're in it and you should start preparing for it. Okay, it's pretty clear that Sinead will be in it, but there's, there's some doubt for Ellie Pashley or Jack Rayner, um, who, um, who are the third fastest people of the those that are qualified and they're just waiting for this race to be over so they can actually really start to focus and relieve a bit of the tension that comes with the anxiety of wanting to know, wanting to know if you are going to be selected. Yeah, I, I can understand that. That makes sense. Um, your biggest star is Stuart McSwain, biggest star in the sport, perhaps biggest star we've ever seen. Um, and maybe the, the most well-rounded athlete we've seen from 1500 through to um, 10K, he's qualified for for the 15, the 5 and the 10, um, which events do you think he will favour running at Tokyo? Well, he's already been selected for the 5 and 10, having won the trials and that, and then in a couple of weeks' time, he'll be running the 1,500-metre trial in Sydney. If he wins that, he'll be selected, and then we'll sit down and have a discussion and start making our plans. It's, it's mm. Luckily for Stewie, he can train the same way he's trained for 10,000 and, and run his best 1,500, so it's not like we have to really change the training. He's, he's just that sort of machine. Uh, he's so versatile, he can you know, train virtually the same for a race that's six times further and run as well as he does over a mile. Um, I'd say last year he, he ran really well on the Diamond League circuit and was top three in every race he ran over 1,500, including winning the last one in Doha where he broke the Australian record. So probably in his mind he's sort of thinking 1,500, but you've got to win the trial first. There's a few other guys around that are going to make it difficult for him, and if he, if he doesn't win, he'll have to leave it up to the discretion of selectors and and get selected before he makes up his mind. So we're not getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, just try and qualify, and then he and I will have a chat about which event he really he really has his heart set on and where he thinks his best chances will be. Very unusual for an Aussie to win a medal uh, middle distance at the Olympics. Is is it fair to say he's a realistic medal shot, Nick? Would, would that be a, an expectation or a goal? Certainly a goal, but a realistic expectation? 
Oh, certainly, the way he ran last year, 1500, and the way the races are likely to go with just the top guy in the world at the moment is a Kenyan, Timothy Chariot, and he likes to go hard all the way, and that'll suit Stewie. So if he's there and he's in the at the Olympics and they're in the final together, I would say that Stewie definitely has a chance at, at getting a medal. He's certainly no uh, shoeing or lock for it, but he's definitely a good chance. And you know, if it's a fast race, the World Championships were a fast race in Doha in 2000. 19, a race like that. He's got better since then. He didn't make the final there, but he's improved a lot since then. He's definitely a chance. He's one of the, I'd say he's a, certainly a top five or six contender. And um, if, if everyone gets there on the day healthy um, and he's got prep prepared a little bit better than any, you never know, he might be able to get one. Nick Badeau is Australia's leading athletics trainer and has been for a long time. Some of his athletes, Ryan Gregson, Jen Gregson, Stuart McSwain, Matthew Ramson, Sinead Diver, amongst others, a lot of them going to the Olympics very shortly in July. I'm interested in your take on shoe technology, Nick. It's a controversial one. Some say it has a big impact. These new super shoes uh, led by Nike, but now all the other brands are getting involved. How significant has that been in the fast times that we're seeing across the world, not just in Australia? Well, there's no doubt they made a difference in the times, in the, certainly in the marathons there. People can run faster. It's probably a, a couple of minutes faster than what they were before. But it's, it's like technology in all sports. You know, mm. the tracks aren't, are no longer cinders and they're not riding the penny farthings in the Tour de France anymore or <laughs> or playing wooden rackets at Wimbledon. So it, it changes and we've just got to move with the times. Maybe it caught some people by surprise and Nike got ahead of the game by getting their shoes out first. But um, in two or three years' time, people will be forgotten about this and we'll, and we'll just be focused again on the competition rather than the times. That's one of the the unfortunate things about athletics, people always talk about the time, you know, when, but when you watch the Melbourne Cup, no one really talks about what time the horses run, you just talk about the winners mm. and the place mm. getters. So athletics has probably got to try and focus a little bit more on competition than stop talking about times as much. And the restrictions on you, will you be allowed to go and, and join your athletes at the Olympics? What, what sort of conditions will they be under? Well, I haven't all been made clear to us yet, but I'm, I'm not mm. too fussed at whether I'm there or not. I've been seven times to the Olympics. Um, if I can help, I'll, I'd like to go to make make a difference. But if I, if I don't think I can make a difference, I'm happy to watch it on TV if, if, if I was thought it was going to jeopardise my health or make it more difficult for the athletes. We just wait and see what the rules are. It's like these things change so so much in, in everyone's lives. So we'll wait and see what happens when, when we get to June or July and start making these really rock-solid plans. In. We're, all, we're making vague plans and trying to work out what we will do, but no one really actually knows what the conditions are. We, we still don't actually know if the Olympics are going to be on, so we'll just see what happens and go with, and go with what, be flexible. Good on you, mate. It's a big couple of months for you and a lot of your athletes can't wait to see them in green and gold representing Australia and, and with a real shot with some absolute quality and not uh, in part due to your influence over them. I appreciate your time this morning. If you want to get, get a, a good um, idea on how they're going, there's a race on Easter Monday at Stall. It's on live on Channel 7 at 1.30, uh, just before the, the Geelong Hawthorne game. McSwain, uh, Rayner, Brett Robinson, Ramson, mm. Gregson, Dave McNeil, they're all running in a 3,200-metre handicap race where <laughs> Stewie gives them all various stars. So that'll be a bit of good entertainment for people who like running. Must watch Channel 7. Um, awesome, mate. Appreciate your time. Nick Badeau, our guest this morning, um, and has worked with World's Best. And let me tell you, Stuart McSwain, remember the name, yeah, absolute star, among others. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 Gosh, I love the Olympics. Whew, Olympic tragic. Remember getting up as a, a youngster in the middle of the night watching it. Maybe does it have the same glow as it used to? Not sure. Do people still love it as much as what they used to? 
0433981116. Alex has been waiting in Perth. We asked about the conflict of interest with uh, television commentators and special comments um, being connected to a club and calling the footy. Does it um, does it sway you and does it have an impact on you like it does Caroline Wilson? What's your thoughts, Alex? It's, it doesn't really bother me that much, but I find it totally unprofessional by the uh, commentators where they're not calling the game as it's being played. A classic example was um, the Western Bulldogs-Eagles game where um, Luke Darcy was calling. He's clearly a Bulldogs man. And there are a couple of incidents where Josh Bruce kicked a couple of goals where in the play leading up to him kicking those goals, there were clearly free kicks to to, uh, the Eagles that weren't paid. Yet Mm. there was definitely silence from uh, Luke and the commentary team. Yeah, I think it's... um, I think with the Channel 7 commentary particularly I think they have a focus not to be critical of the umpiring I think if there's a real if there's a real howler they'll call it out but by and large the Channel 7 and, and Foxtel to a lesser extent but I still think it's there there's, there's certainly an instruction I think not to be too critical there's, there was the one that's now that's on the AFL site that um, is a highlight of one of the goals kicked by Bruce that came from a throw from Dunkley and mm. it's a clear throw Brian mm. Taylor sort of sort of called it, but they didn't make any issue of it, and it made a hell of a difference to the game. Yeah, uh, I think I think what you, uh, what what I'm saying is that there is certainly an instruction from from the game's major broadcaster that uh, we can't be too critical of umpiring, and that's just what you get because you've got to encourage the young umpires to come through, and um, you know, I'll call it out on here and and other platforms, but the Channel Seven guys um, have clearly been instructed not to do that. Time now, though, to get the latest around the sporting world with our friend Paul Sebastiani from Bet Deluxe. Bet Deluxe. Serious betting for serious punters. Betdeluxe.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Serious betting for serious punters. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Paul, welcome in. Massive day of footy today. Take us through it. Yeah, it is indeed. Two blockbusters for good Friday football. The Western Bulldogs... And North Melbourne do battle from Marvel Stadium. Doggies a dollar seven in this one, Kane at the head to head. North Melbourne eight dollars fifty. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this Find is me some value then, the Paul. Head. What's the line? Find me some value. Well, yeah, line set at forty four and a half here, Kane. So the plus forty four and a half, a dollar eighty six in favour of North Melbourne, a dollar ninety four for the minus forty four and a half for the Bulldogs. So we've had some money at the line for North Melbourne. Probably in line with Ben Cunnington coming in, I'd say. And then Adelaide mm. and Gold Coast take on each other tonight at Adelaide Oval. Gold Coast dollar eighty six, but good money for the Crows. Two dollars into a dollar ninety six here, Kate. Mm, all right, bit of value there for the Crows. Bit of racing at Caulfield tomorrow and Rose Hill. There is indeed, yeah. We've got the Easter Cup from Caulfield tomorrow. Favourite in this one is Persan. Ran really well first up. He's a three dollar forty favourite. Second elect is La Don de V with JB Carr in the saddle. $8 into $6.50. And as you mentioned, racing from Rose Hill, we've got the two group ones there, the Vinery Stud. Personal, Harmony Rose and Hungry Heart dominate the market here. Harmony Rose, 260 Personal, 550 Hungry Heart, 550 And we've got deluxe odds about Harmony Rose. So 260 on offer with most bookies. Four bucks on offer at betdeluxe.com.au. Max Bet applies in that one. So yeah, keep an eye out for that special. And then Sir Dragonette, the favourite in the uh, in the uh, Tancred there at $5. So... Keep an eye out for all the specials. You run second or third this weekend at Rose Hill or Caulfield. It's money back in bonus bets up to 50 bucks, Kane. You are up and about, Paul. I can sense it. You are fired up for what is going to be a massive Easter weekend of sport. There you have it. All the latest with our good friends at Bet Deluxe, the new home for online punting, betdeluxe.com.au. Gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.